What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 456th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. All right. I have a very important question. Okay. This is, this is a new thing I've learned, and I need to know where we all fall on it. Let's say you have a bag of fresh Skittles. N- not old Skittles, no fear of Skittle oh, jaw. Can, can, does it have to be Skittles, or can it be a good yes. candy? No, okay. it has to be Skittles. Look, let's not go down okay. this road. Do you eat each individual flavor so you can savor the flavor, or do you just eat handfuls of random Skittles like a monster? Wait, okay. Is this uh, a trick judgment? question? Excuse no. me. Because, stop. Number one, Skittles come with an instruction manual that tells you exactly how to eat them. That garbage candy. If you're going to put All commentary it says up is in taste here. the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Not, not taste the blue, just... taste the red, taste the yellow. Taste the rainbow. Each part of the rainbow. No. Each incorrect. level of the Wrong. rainbow in its Done. perfect no. pure form. No. So you have failed at Skittles. You are admitting to the world that you eat handfuls of random Skittles like a monster. I don't eat any Skittles because that is just the <laughs> nastiest candy ever. It is not Sour Punch Bites. Steve, what do you do? This is important. I'm pretty sure this is a trick question because I'm pretty sure all Skittle flavors are the same. They are not the same. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm Lime, pretty pretty close lemon, there. Green Variation, apple, variations on the orange, same. Yeah. grape. Do you None know of who's these the things worst? taste alike. Do you know who are the worst kinds of people in the world? People who put Skittles on their honeycombs. <laughs> Honey, like the. What the, the cereal? cereal or the actual yeah. honeycomb? Yes, I'm just I'm just trying to aggravate the Skittles community <laughs> and the okay. honeycomb cereal community because those people have been coming okay, for me so since day one, and you know what? Will... I ain't having it. So put your Skittles on your honeycomb and pour some Coca Cola <laughs> in there because you know Pepsi is the better soda. So, Steve, you are admitting that only can you not taste the individual flavors that you just eat handfuls of random I'm Skittles. There's like studies on this where people where people think that they taste different, but they actually don't. I, look, we, we don't have. Why would they change green from lime to green apple if they didn't have different flavors? Why would they announce to the world we are changing yeah. from yeah. green from lime, which tasted good, and then you can find those and they taste completely different to green apple, which does taste completely different, which you would know if you didn't eat handfuls of Skittles randomly like a there monster. There has to be... There, I'm, I'm positive. We don't have enough time in this in this Look Pokemon episode about Pokemon about. that's maybe true, but I am almost positive <laughs> there's like a blind taste test where people can't actually taste the difference between Skittles. That being said, I, I, I grab handfuls up. of Skittles like a monster and I eat them and it's awesome because Skittles yes. are pretty good candy. No. Wrong, but you do fill your mouth with that juicy fruit, fruitish flavor. Yes. Yes. Also, sour patch bites is the sour best. Sour punch bites is the best. Sour. Candy. It, it. If you want true entertainment in your life, give me a bag of sour punch bites <laughs> for breakfast, and I tell you, I start bouncing off the walls like uh, like a Super Bowl. It's amazing. Like M and M's are the same flavor, they but they yeah, have M&Ms different. Are sad. M and M's doesn't are advertise like that they have wax. different flavors. They just this say, is why they're failing in the marketing department. They're candy coated chocolate. It melts in your mouth, not in your hand. That is the whole point. What? No. What you missed, Greg, was the point of M and M's is to train you from being a small child that hey, this bag of multicolored pill shaped 
things all taste the same, so just grab handfuls of them and toss them in your mouth <laughs> so that when you get to the Skittles dilemma, you already know. When you it doesn't on, matter all the colors. M&M's you just like toss them in. Two, Skittles like level three. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, we're not even going to talk about the people that post online that they've put Skittles, Reese's Pieces, and M&M's in the same bowl. Okay, those people that are is- monsters. They are, they are, they are the absolute monsters. <laughs> Although they at my worst. friend's wedding, that's no friend. I did mix the Skittles and M and M's just to be that person. <laughs> it was the end of the night. Look, everyone already had drinks. It was like I hadn't had a single drop to drink. You ruined the dessert for me. No, we were trying to kick people out. So on the way out, when they grabbed True. a handful of Skittles. They also got M&M's, and that's a real wake-up call right there, you when are you're the expecting worst. fruit and you get chocolate. This is a Pokemon program. Will we- is also here. <laughs> Will is here. Will, welcome I- to the show. All I had to- was going to say was that Greg has successfully driven me out of Minneapolis. Congrats. You win. Take the city, buddy. Yeah. Move further south. Don't Don't dox me. <laughs> You know what else is further south? Texas. Texas. Jamie. <laughs> we are recording this on a Saturday, not a Sunday, so I'm doubting that Pokemon news is happening. There's no news. Uh, there we have some. We have some. So the news we'll start off with is that Players Cup 3 is happening right now, even though all those matches have taken place, but they recorded the matches, and then they put commentary over the matches, and then they're broadcasting it on YouTube and Twitch this current weekend. WrestleMania weekend, some would say. Who would say that? Uh, wrestling fans? <laughs> the WWE? And because, again, we, I still cannot comprehend why we would do Players' Cup 3 broadcasting... Ask people to participate in Players' Cup 4, which is also happening this weekend, and say, hey, there's a community day this weekend, when probably next week nothing is going to happen. Unless Maybe something is going maybe, to happen, maybe. and they're getting this stuff out of the way. Max Raid. Max Raid special, April 17th, the greatest holiday. I still can't get over when Sword and Shield released. It was like the same weekend as a community day and the same weekend for the UK uh, regional or the UK regional tournament or whatever. So all these people in the UK had who com- cared about competitive had to play their Ultra Sun Ultra Moon to like try to qualify the same week in a brand new game. And heck, heck, if they played Pokemon Go. Well, maybe, maybe the they've done the Venn diagram, and it's just like the tiniest little the tiniest of overlap of anybody who would care sufficiently about all three. They like a solid date. <laughs> Everybody across the organization can remember the one date when they ask, "Isn't that on the eleventh?" Everybody says, "It's all yes. on the eleventh. <laughs> it's all on exactly. the eleventh, exactly." And then there's no confusion. There is some news regarding Players Cup 3, so there are, uh, on April 10th and 11th is when they will be doing the Players Cup 3 regional region final stream. That'll be over by the time this comes up, but there will be a code card. First 50,000 people will be able to get an Eldegoss V uh, that you can use in your deck, full art. They did this last time. It was a Zacian V, and um, I think it was a full art professor's research. And they did say fifty thousand, and boy, I don't. It was they didn't they didn't go. 
by the time this broadcast goes up, uh, we'll probably on my on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. We'll have the code. Uh, I'm sure you'll see it elsewhere, but if if you're desperately looking for it, it'll be in our Twitter feed. There will also be a password, although that as as we're recording, that hasn't been given out. There will be a password for a Dream Ball, a free Dream Ball in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Doesn't seem there's a limit for that, so I'm very confused why PTCGO has limits. Maybe it's just built in the game. Maybe they're I I don't know. I don't I don't know why <laughs> Sword and Shield has never had like limited like only first a thousand people, but mm. PTCGO has. I got some things to say about PTCGO. Oh yeah, you do. And then on uh, April 23rd to the 25th, which is the global finals, this is where they do the like the top stuff. There will be a full art bosses orders for the Pokemon TCG getting given away, and there will also be um, weakness policy. <laughs> if you want the the hard to find item of weakness policy, that will be given away. Even though you could just go to Rose's Tower and buy it for fifty. Battle points. That's a lot of battle points. I know. That's more battle points than I have. I'm, I'm confident you have more than 50 battle points. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know how I would have gotten them. I don't if you If you have the three ball guy shirts, you also have 150 <laughs> battle points. Oh, wow. Why are there not more ball guy shirts? You know? I, I'm, I am actively angry that there has not been a luxury ball guy shirt. I, too, would want one. Okay, so that was Players' Cup 3. Players' Cup 4 is happening. Uh, I did not participate in the Players' Cup 4 VGC. It was uh, too close to other things happening in my life. I will try to qualify for the Players' Cup 4 TCG. Ooh. uh, Which will be at the end of the month. Well, look, that was more time, right? You know. Yeah, but judging by yesterday... You're just torturing yourself to try to do this. So you watch, Greg. Because okay, so that was beyond all I painful saw was something about opening 300 packs, and I said, uh, "No, I, I mean, no. the packs. The packs were fun to watch because that was a whole lot of winning. Yes, and then I, I the had... general slide into madness of watching Steve not play this game. It was awful." Oh, PTCGO? It's, yes. it's rough. Oh, my gosh, yeah, it's rough. The, the RNG is stacked against Steve specifically at that Oh, game. yeah. Six tails in a row. Yeah. Seven. It was seven because I flipped Prime. the tails on the next yeah. game and then I got to the tails. This is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern territory at that point. <laughs> Do people even remember that play? Yes. I... Trust Greg, you and I remember <laughs> that play. Okay? I, I, I have had code cards <laughs> since, like, November. I open cards on my stream. You know, every time we have a scam train, anytime somebody wants to throw money at me, every level of the scam train, we open a booster pack. That's something I've been doing well before this card drought, right? Just a fun thing to do on stream. I like collecting cards. Makes makes the whole, like, scam train a little more fun for, for viewers to be like, well, we get another booster pack. Anyways. I mean, they don't get a booster pack. You get another booster pack. They get to watch you it's, open it. Greg, don't tell the secret. <laughs> Which which is the true scam. Yeah, I know. That's why yes. it's called the scam like, trade. I have asked you many times to send me all of your Rosalia cards, and you have sent exactly zero. Look, I'll eventually be in Minnesota. You can just come over, and I probably have 300 plus. Just grab one on the way out. I mean, I have my own. I, I Other wonderful fans have sent me cards because you have constantly denied me my birthright. 
I have the Rosalios. Okay. So I redeemed I redeemed all these cards in a PTCGO. Last night we booted up PTCGO. We opened up, you know, 50 Sword and Shield. We opened up 60 Rebel Clash, 100 Vivid Voltage, 50 Darkness Blaze, 50 Shining Light. You know, we opened up over 300 cards. And we had mm-hmm. an incredible luck. You know, we pulled mm-hmm. some Zashians, we pulled some Crams, we pulled uh, three different Charizards between Shining Fates, Darkness Ablaze, and Vivid Voltage. Did you get the Charizard? We do, got do the... You do, your, do you want to do your flex? Because you flexed yeah, yeah, all over flex, the internet already. Wait, when I saw, while he's getting his flex ready, fancy, There fancy, it is. When I saw the Shining Fates at Target, it was like in little metal, uh, they kind of look like Altoids boxes. The tins? Oh, the tins are a scam. Okay, that's why I didn't <laughs> get it. the any. Giga scams. No, they still, um, they still have Shining Fates in it. It's just you're paying extra dollars for an Altoids tin that you probably have nothing to do with. I Correct. have a lot to do with that. No, you can always make like... Hot take. You can make like two Altoid tins work in your life, but once you get to like five or six, you're running out of things to do with oh, them. Oh, that's like when I used to get the... When I used to play the TCG and I would buy the tins and I just had... When I moved out of D.C., I think I had something like 20 of those tins These? stacked up. Yes, in a closet, and they were full of, like, common Pokemon yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just hold garbage cards. Yeah, I think New Jersey Chris <laughs> inherited all those tins. Or somebody, maybe it was James, one of, one of those kids. Spoiler alert, they tossed them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably. So I, I, we opened up a bunch of packs. It was, a, it was an awesome stream. It was super fun. Uh, we'll probably like do a super cut and put it on YouTube. And then I was like, okay, so there there was a Cramorant deck, not a meme deck, an actual competitive Cramorant deck that won a Korea tournament. Mm-hmm. South Korea, of course. <laughs> and this Cramorant deck, I think right now, is also being participated in the Players' Cup 3. I think um, they actually showed it this morning while we were streaming here. I'm thinking, uh, mentally, I wasn't, able to participate in Players Cup 4. I have, for many years, was a competitive TCG player. Players Cup 4 for TCGs at the end of the month. That's like three, two weeks away at this point. We got plenty of time. And this might be the only opportunity in Pokemon history where a Cramorant deck is actually going to be viable. Last night's performance calls that sentence into question. Okay, so last night's performance was one... <laughs> Use the word potentially... <laughs> The deck itself is good. Me as a player who hasn't played, well, I haven't played PTCGO in over a year, like play it. I've opened packs in it and I haven't played competitively in a high level at in like five years, seven years, I think, because I've been in this house for six. So seven years. Boy, was I rusty. But I thought the entire time I'm thinking the Pokemon trading card game was bad at one point and then it was good and then it was bad again. But I forgot that the client is the worst <laughs> thing in the world. True. Like my second game, I play a capture energy. So you put an energy on the cram and it says you can go into your deck and find another Pokemon because you're playing the capture energy to capture a Pokemon in your deck. Very powerful card. And so I play the capture energy and I go, this is going to be a great turn. I'm going to go in. I'm going to grab another Porygon. Blah, blah, blah. And I click. And because I clicked slightly off of the Porygon, it, it, the game was like, you don't want a Pokemon. Shuffle, shuffle, and then put my, put my deck away. And I was like, but I did want. 
want that Pokemon. Oh, I just didn't no. click where you exactly wanted me to click. And then the game did this weird thing. It's not weird. I, I realized what it did. It's so silly. It's so dumb, though. Porygon has an ability where you can put as many energy, colorless energy, from your hand to your Pokemon, which is an incredibly powerful play because in the Pokemon trading card game, you can only play one energy a turn. But when you have this Porygon up, you can play as many energy in your hand as you want. And so if I have three energy in my hand, but I only want to play two, I then have to hit the done button to say I don't want to play that last energy. And then I can carry on with my turn. In the in the case of... And, and I did that multiple times in the game. And I was against a, a, an opponent that I was going to win... And I only had two mm. energy, so I place those two energy, and I go to hit done. But the game was like, you don't have to hit done. I didn't realize. This is the part I didn't realize, because I'm a dum-dum. The same place where it says done to, like say, stop hitting energy is also the same place where it's done for your turn. Mm. So I went to hit done to say, like, I'm done applying energy, but... The game already decided that. So when I hit done, it was like, your turn's over. Okay, your opponent's turn now. And I was like, but I I was trying <laughs> to hit done for my energy. I didn't get to attack for my turn. Why are these buttons in the same place? And why are they both green? So, I mean, basically what you're saying is you need to be more careful about how you click. Yes. User yeah. error. Also, the game is rigged. I flipped seven tails in a row. Statistically, that is, like, impossible. <laughs> It is not well, impossible. Statistically, it is it's possible. It's just yes, exactly. <laughs> like in a chance where I was like, I just need two heads and we'll be in a very good position, and then I flip six tails. It's like, well, we were just quitting this game now because there's no coming back. Mm. In a world where coin flips exist, six coin flips of the same type also exist. Uh, probabilities of flipping seven tails in a row is one in one twenty-eight. So better that's, than that's shiny. better than shiny odds. Better than shiny odds. Look at that. So. You, you've messed yourself up by shiny hunting all the yeah. time. That seems really low. Why? Like there's only two options each time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like it's not like fifty options. Yeah, there's it's exactly not like rolling a, a eighteen on a d forty twenty times. It's, it's just the entire time playing PTCGO. Though we didn't play that long. We only played like an hour and a half or something. I always think, like, people people come into my stream or, or people ask all the time, you know, us, like, what we want from Pokemon. Like, they're always like, are you excited for a Gen 4 remake? Are you excited for a black and white remake? Would you like to see Pokemon Z? Uh, would you, what, what do you want? Like, the thing, I, I don't want any of that. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, I want some of that, wait. <laughs> like, I'm excited for a Gen 4 remake. Is that the mm -hmm. thing I wanted for the last 15 years? No. Will they eventually make remake black and white? Yeah, probably. Is that the thing I like want right now? No. The thing nah. I really want is just a new client for PTCGO. <laughs> it's just so bad. And then somebody was somebody last night was like, "Well, maybe they don't make a maybe they don't make a new client because it uh it doesn't make enough money. It doesn't make any money. <laughs> There's no way to give this game money." I well, mean, I feel I feel bad for the company. Direwolf Digital, yeah, because yeah. Direwolf Digital does a lot of stuff that is very high quality, and Pokemon fans only know them for this terrible, terrible client. And I have to, at this point, assume is the Pokemon company not wanting that client updated. 
The Pokemon Company International. International. Yeah. Well, they don't want to put money towards it. Yes. Which is interesting just because it's like in it. I, I would have like if I was a, a foreseeing person in like May of 2020, I would have said, hmm, mm. let's let's toss these dudes some cash. Didn't Wizards of the Coast used to own the Pokemon game? Yeah, yes. they own the first four, five what, own, sets? own or were they Publish, like, they were the publisher to to create? Yeah, I mean, imagine if they still had it, then they would be part of uh, MTG Arena. No, because <laughs> are we are we going to say that Magic the Gathering Arena is a more stable and more reliable product than the Pokemon trading card game online? Because I've heard that that client is not. Also, Ar- great. Arena? Arena is actually very good. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with Arena. Except people who don't know how to play the game and lose. <laughs> <laughs> I have never... The problems that you have in watching you last night, I have never had any of those issues in Arena. Yeah. I think the thing that people complain about with Arena is that there are s- they are still adding all of the cards like there are cards that are missing because magic has been around and they've just introduced the historic format and historic doesn't have all of the cards that are in historic or whatever and magic pumps out new sets and so they always focus on getting the new stuff in so there is a backlog of other stuff and there are there are ways to break magic the gathering arena i've watched a streamer who had like 400 things attacking and had left the... When I stopped watching, the client had been running for 24 hours and still hadn't calculated how to do the attack. It was still there. It was still chugging along, but it hadn't changed in 24 hours because the game client was still trying to figure out how to do the the damage of what had just happened on screen. Yeah, I, I think people's biggest complaint about Arena, like, I think really the largest community complaint about MTG Arena is there's 327 different magic formats, ways right. to play the game, and they only have implemented, like, six. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, there's six. <laughs> like, you can't so, do Commander in it, you can't do... The other do... 321 format yeah. players are like, why can't my format be yeah. represented? <laughs> Between Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon, that the rules of a trading card game are incredibly complex. And there's so many cards in the past and so many cards coming that would affect these rules in different situations across different formats. But I feel like it's not that much to... It's it's not like I'm saying, like, I want a Pokemon MMO with 17 regions and and all 800 Pokemon, because that would that in reality would be a terrible game. But... To say, like, I want a worldwide client, because PTCGO is not worldwide. There's no PTCGO in Japan. Mm. I would want a worldwide client across Mac, PC, iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch. And it's on three of those. I I mean, it's on iPad, but it's technically not on iPhone. But, like, iPhone is your biggest market for for iOS. Like, it's on Android tablets, but you can sideload it on to Android phones, but again, you want it to be as accessible as possible. It's not on Switch, which it should be. It's on Mac and PC. There's no Japan. But to have a client, and then to have that client be able to translate, like, hey, if Japanese players are playing with Japanese cards, but they're playing an English player, the game on that end just translates to the card. Like, you're now right. playing... Ja- and like, a German player bringing English, you don't have to worry about reading German cards, it just auto-translates. 
and then just to have like a stable client maybe well, like eight years ago maybe the pokemon company international was very scared of microtransactions and having players spend too much money but now we have pokemon go we have pokemon masters we have cafe mix we have pokemon quest we have all these games where even masters will yell at you if you spend too much money like masters will be like hey don't spend this much i mean you can ignore it and keep spending <laughs> of course hey We've done our diligence so we can't get sued by throwing up a warning message saying don't spend this much, kid. But we, we've had this conversation before where, like, they know that people are going to, like, troll and toad or people are going to eBay and they're spending $100 for 200 code cards. And then they're scanning those 200 code cards in because they want code cards. Yeah. Like, there is the average casual player going to Target. Well... Before this drought, going to Target, buying like a elite trainer box, coming home, opening the eight packs, redeeming the codes, maybe playing around a little. But that's not like a serious forte. Forte? Is that a good word? Mm. That's not like a serious, like eight, eight booster packs from Target and you maybe being like, I want to get into competitive Pokemon and getting eight booster packs in PTCGO isn't helpful. It's like, okay. But, like, if somebody wanted to get into PTCGO on the whim, like, having that person drive to Target, buy a theme deck, come back, redeem the theme deck, just, like, just give me an option to buy the theme deck in the game. Like, let me just spend, like, two bucks. Or let me just, let me get, like, 50 booster packs, and then I can be, like, I can get addicted to opening booster packs, and then, like, okay, I opened 50, I spent some money, now I can build a deck, or now I can trade. Like, you can't do much with buying a handful of packs at Target. Unless you're consistently buying a handful of packs at Target. But then you're right. already consistently ready to spend money. Right. I, I think the Pokemon Company's noted reluctance to online things it bears its face in this. Like, they have never been great at online stuff. They have always been so overly cautious because they know they have a large kid's audience mm. that I think it really... that They're sort of philosophy of not being great about online stuff out of fear just runs through everything there has to be like more kids though playing go or oh, more I'm yeah, sure. yeah or like i'm sure but like there's no communication in go the idea is that i think how they sort of can warp the way around it is if a kid is playing go they're out with their guardian who is protecting them and there are no online inter like i can't talk to you in well, go i can't send you chats i can't, you can't do technically things. talk in tcgo but so but even outs- you can send like emotes even yeah. outside of that though the the thing is like go masters cafe mix which are the three main ways that you can spend money directly through an app right magic carp jump magic carp yep. jump okay that still proves my point there they're all on mobile devices so for a child to have a mobile device, the parent has already made the decision to give them access to a way to spend money. And also, mobile devices do have built in, hey, you're actually not allowed to spend any money using this device or, or right. passcode for that. On the computer, there is no way to do any kind of authenticated financial transaction. Well, they would have to build something. Yeah, but, but Right. Yeah, but I think they're just it, afraid to do that. It's not native to the platform where it is native to the phone platforms. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just don't like touching it. I think they they have they've never wanted to 
go down that path and they let other people do it for them. And I think that shows a lot in, in, in all of their online stuff. So you're never going to get it. You're never going to get a good <laughs> client. Just well, but, but also, it. like, what if they signed like a 15 year license with Direwolf and they're just like literally just waiting for that to run out? So That's that true. they can have another company start developing it, and they're just like, we we don't want Direwolf to get five percent of every transaction. I mean, I think the amount of money they make off of Go, they could probably buy Direwolf out. Oh man, Direwolf ain't for sale, buddy. Sure, <laughs> everybody's for sale. Yeah, but is it is it like they don't like Direwolf, so they're just not giving Direwolf money, and they're running out that contract, or? I mean, or is Dire Wolf is the weird... issue? It doesn't I seem mean, like Dire Wolf. We have to Dire see the, con- the What issue? if the original contract with Dire Wolf is like, if if we are ever authorized to process financial transactions, Dire Wolf gets eighty percent of the transaction, and the Pokemon Company is like, heck no, we're just never going to let that happen. Well, that that's true. The Pokemon Company is very good at just we will uh, Kadabra. Cada- <laughs> <cadabra. laughs> yeah, they run out the clock. They they will run out any clock. There are no I, rush. I, I don't know what I don't know what. The reason would be, I mean, they have to know that after this last year, that client is hurting their brand. And I I think they are still banking on live tournaments being their thing and not being online. I think they're still banking on this being a short-term problem and going back to live events like how they want it to be. The the problem with like, all live events, uh, there's there's probably that fear of, like, if we do online events, then people don't want to come to the live events. And I think other industries have proven that that's not true. Right. As somebody who did, I know I know some listeners are, are maybe new to the show, uh, and Greg wasn't even on the show when, when I was super into the trading card game. Will was. But as somebody who seriously tried to compete in the Pokemon TCG circuit back in black and white emerging powers and noble victors and all the way up to like plasma freeze and stuff. That was three years of my life where every single weekend I was driving 30 minutes plus up to four to five hours away to go to a tournament, spend 12 hours at a tournament because they're all poorly run, not have a lunch because (laughs) like, again, they're so poorly run that they could like, they're so far behind that they can't even fit in a lunch break, have some of the most ridiculous rules because like, because the coaches or the sorry not the coaches but the like um, event organizers are too scared to actually like deal with confrontation and then spend another four hours back and that was your saturday and sunday and then like you did that the next weekend like i i can't remember a weekend where i wasn't on the road hating my life at like 6 a.m. in the morning because I needed to be in like Madison or I needed to be in lacrosse or I needed to be be in like Coon Rapids to participate in a tournament. And if you didn't, if somebody's like, well, just don't go to all of them, you had to mm-hmm. because the point level was so high yes. that you had to go to every single one of them just to even qualify. And maybe you would get like, oh, instead of 40 people at this tournament, there's only 35, but... Because, like, they were able to do at least two online tournaments and make up the points. But I don't ever want to go back to being on the road 
for an entire season to hit up battle roads and and cities and and regionals and states and na- obviously most of those don't exist anymore they they changed the names but back when i was doing mm-hmm. it, it was like battle roads states cities regionals nationals it's just so time consuming on top of being expensive on top of like needing the cards like when i was when i was in the format the um one of the best decks at the time was was four mewtwo's and four dark rise 80 dollars each for those cards and it was like, do I want to spend $80 on eight cards or $80 eight times? Or do I wait until after this, this format is over, which is in like two months, and then Darkrai and Mewtwo are in tins for $15? And it's like, well, that's the best deck. So I'm going to drive six hours with a deck I can't afford, spend 12 hours of my weekend. Gas, restaurants, hotel, all, all of that. That's that's why I could never do competitive, even though I like enjoyed it and wanted to. It's just like... And you had to go to the big regionals. You had to. to, to you had to go to, to, to at least like two. Yeah. And do well on at those regionals. <laughs> like the fact that they, they may be scared of wanting to put money into an online client is insulting to their players. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it's not it, at this point is a bad business practice. I'm just saying that they seem to be stuck in that mode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they are stuck in that mindset. And the only redeeming thing is if they've been working on a, a better client and they're going to unveil it one day. Yeah. And that Dire Dove Digital, the reason they're not putting money in is because they know another client is coming down the line. I can't imagine the TCG is a- as travel difficult in Japan as it is here. Right? Oh, no, they got them bullet trains. <laughs> so I, I I still think like there is a, a a lack of understanding of just like the distances. It's like when people from Europe are coming to visit America, like we're going to be in Chicago, so you can come visit us, right? I'm like, Chicago is nine hours away, yeah. mm-hmm. seven hours away if I drive fast. Like that's not the the scope of where these things are is vastly different. Yeah. I mean, I got from Osaka to Tokyo in about three hours on a bullet train. I that was cool. Don't know what that means. Where's Osaka? <laughs> Very far north. Osaka is like where Andrew is. That helps even less. <laughs> <laughs> is it Osaka to the is Osaka to the north or the south? south I south. forget. Okay. Where does Skate the Infinity take place? I don't know. That is what is Skate the it's Infinity? It's a new anime, dude, about skateboarding. It's real good. But here, here's the thing too. This is this is the last point I would make. I mean, you have you have always had at these IRL tournaments an incredible amount of TCG players compared to video game players. Like the mm. the regionals mm. that I top cut it at, which was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was the biggest regionals of like 2012, 15 or 13 or whatever. I top cut it with Dark Cry Sableye. So that was like slightly uh, after Dark Explorers 2012. Came out. There you go. It was the biggest regionals ever in the United States. I don't. Re- I think it was 1,200 players. It was 1,200 TCG players, and then, no joke, there was only like a, a, like 200 video game players, and the video game players they came in, and they were done in like four hours. And I'm I'm here at like a two day long tournament, <laughs> twelve hours a day, with like no lunch break, 
because they had so many players. They just, we have to go as fast as possible. Otherwise, because we need to be done in two days. Mm-hmm. Right before the pandemic happened with Sword and Shield, there was actually like a huge amount of VGC players. The problem is like it's it the the you so it's 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 obvious that there's so many people that want to participate and compete in the TCG. It's been obvious for years, right? Like it's not like this. It, it suddenly became this new issue. But the problem is you have this this client that is just awful to be in. It's just not like you can't play the you can't. It, it would be like if Sword and like say what you will about Sword and Shield. If you hated the characters, if you hated the story, whatever. But when you're playing Sword and Shield, it doesn't feel like it's crashing or slogging or like you're trying to like select a move and it's just not clicking. Like at least Sword and Shield, like I've played Sword and Shield for almost two years. I think it's crashed like twice. Like it's like say what you, like the game itself is is actually it works right. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's ironclad. It, it does what yes. it needs to do. TCG is like, is it even going to register the new update? I mean, there's like, there's two business problems in in decision science that I can see happening potentially. One is you have people who have made a decision and they don't want to admit that it was the wrong decision, and therefore, rather than reevaluating, they dig in. And two, you have a client and. And rather than recognizing that people are playing this because they enjoy the game and this is the only place to play it, they're saying to themselves, the client must be fine because we have so many people playing it. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I mean, put the least amount of money towards the greatest return. And it's like, we've we got tons of people playing this, so uh, we, we don't need to toss any more money at this. Yeah, but you start off the client and you're like, oh, is this like a Flash game from like... I mean, this is you. This is you. This isn't Grandpa Pokemon, who's like, ah, oh, I mean, I see all the kids out there in the field playing it, so... It we updated the wood texture. It took us six years, but we updated the wood texture. It exactly. looks like 4% better. Ah, oh, gosh. It's all about the trees. It always comes down to the trees Basically, with you. it does, doesn't it? All right. Unbelievable. Let's, let's take a break. We got some more Pokemon news. We will be right back. I don't really care. I just choose the first uh, black top, black shorts, black shoes, and and never think about them ever again. So you do care. All right, fine, I care. Black top, black shorts, black shoes, I care. Black top, black shorts, black shoes, I care. So you do care. You care. You care. You care. And we are back from our break. Let's talk about Pokemon Center. Ooh, is this new stuff? Dot com? PokemonCenter.com. They added a new collectible Pikachu collection, but it it looks like they're the Funkos, and it's presented like the Funkos because they did the silhouettes, and nowhere on the page does it say it's from Funko. You are burying the lead. Are we talking about the bedtime buddy? Pikachu moods. Yeah, are we, are we going figures. to talk about the bedtime buddy? Because that's the important thing. Bedtime buddy? 
I'd look at the landing page for PokemonCenter.com, dude, and tell me you're going to just sit and ignore that. The massive Meowth? Yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, they they restocked the Meowth. That I didn't know like that had ever come out in the first place. Yeah, it sold out like the first day. I mean, it's $300. Mm, yeah, they probably only made 10 with the expectation of selling like six, and then they sold all 10. It's huge. It is huge. 65 inches. It's as big as a TV. It's almost as big as me. Is it? This yeah, is like I'm like I'm like seventy four yeah, yeah. inches. Yeah, yeah. This is like the Pokemon thing, though, right? You partner with somebody good, they mm-hmm. do the job, and then you 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 do it yourself later at a cheaper price, but you still make the same profit, right? Like you partner with Wizards of the Coast. They get you off the ground. Then you make your own TCG so you can make more money. You partner with um, four kids because they know how to do anime. Then you do a couple seasons and then you move to a significantly cheaper anime to cut costs and to hire cheaper people. And then you make more money. You partner with Funko because they know how to make toys. They made a bunch of Pikachu toys. Now you make this. It's not as good as the Funko. Like, look at the lines on this. Pikachu mood sleepy figure already sold out. But... This is like this, this is, looks like I Funko's mean, work, what, but it's not Funko. What, what you're complaining about is called capitalism. <laughs> but, but, but so okay, my what thing lines is, lines are you talking about that you don't like? He's looking at the paint. It's the close-ups of the, like the Jigglypuff. You can but see, but the Jigglypuff like, is supposed to be a doll, so it's supposed to be sewed. Like the lines are the seams. Yeah, of but the look doll. at look at look at Pikachu's open eye. And the red circle. They're they're just not painted with the precision that I want mm. for my fifteen dollars. I mean, I will give you the circle and the eye. Like the circle is looking a little sloppy. But my question is, who made the the EV seasons? Those were also Funko. Those were Funko. Okay. So it's and- the Pikachu holiday or Pikachu a day with Pikachu. Yeah. Those are Funko. And then it was the EV. And these have like they look like the same bait. Maybe maybe it is Funko. It doesn't say it's it doesn't say on the website. They the other two did. It's made of resin. Yeah, I ordered it, so I guess we'll see what the quality is. Of course you do. Look, I'm a fan of Pikachu. I like I like the boy. You're is a fan it, of resin. You are a fan of being a sucker. If that I'm too. going to complain on this program about a fifteen dollar non Funko product, I got to put my money where my mouth. <laughs> No, you don't. Well, I have to. Maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe it's all right. Well, what about that picture? And you complaining about that picture is going to suddenly change when you get it because they took the picture of the best one that they had. It arrives Mm. and it says Funko on it. And maybe I'm wrong. The whole maybe it is Funko. Maybe they just forgot to update the website. You're just buying a product to see if it was made by Funko? No, I'm just... <laughs> You're just, uh... Losing my mind. You know, yeah. they, they showed the second part of the parade, Greg. Oh, they did? Really? Yeah, they took Where? it off the... Because, because whoever's running the PokemonCenter.com doesn't know how to upload and hide a product. It was, like, uploaded for, <laughs> for like, 45 minutes, and then they had to take it back down. It was an Oshawott, a Score Bunny, and a Rowlet. And it was really cute and really awesome. And now I regret not buying the first part of the train. Uh, and you can't go back. Can't go well, back. You like, have to go to eBay to go back. But okay, I don't. First of all, nobody saved this image on the internet. It's somewhere. I'm trying to find it. Two. Okay, 
I want everybody to pause the video and zoom in on the chaos of memorabilia that you have behind you. <laughs> yes. Yes. That you are going to have to move. Here, I found it. I found it. Five or six hours, and you have to pack all of that stuff up. I'm not this, helping. Oh, him the move. stuff behind me. I'm yeah. not helping him move. And you want to uh, add uh. more? Okay. The item is. I will say that like the problem with the first one wasn't that it wasn't cute. I see the exact same problems here that I yeah. saw in the first one. You did. You didn't like the the cobblestone street. I didn't like the cobblestone street. Ashwat's body looks weird clocks. painted. Yeah, Ashwat no is missing on dimples, Oshawott. by the way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the same problems that Square I had with the first one. kind of looks like it's seeing something off to the side that is yeah. horrifying. <laughs> that is and it's horrifying. Like stopped mid-snacked because it's like, I can't <laughs> like, believe what I can see with my eyes. What's happening over also, there? Also, if you hadn't said that this was part of the parade and there was a beginning of it, this doesn't... Nothing about this says they're part of a longer parade. It's literally... Three Pokemon on a cart. You can't have like a you parade without Pikachu. This. Pikachu is leading the parade. You, I guarantee you, Pikachu will finish the parade. <laughs> mm, you can just say it started here and it ends with Pikachu. They saved the best for last. You don't also, think that this one is better than the first one? No. I mean, I like I'm that not, also, I can't turn it around. Like, I can't see all the things. But, like, the wheel is wonky. The Oshawott's mm. collar is wonky. Like, there's the same things that I saw on the first one as being weird. I'm still seeing on this as being weird. Like, there's nothing about these resin models knowing that I would be in it for the long haul and I'm paying $40 per item. That makes me think I want to keep, I would want to jump aboard this parade and ride it to the end. Porcelain or die. <laughs> this is off Gizmodo. Gosh, I haven't heard Gizmodo in a while. Who sent this in? Somebody from our Slack community sent this in. Uh, Robert did. Playing with the playing the world's largest six foot long, sixty five pound Nintendo Switch looks like an excellent workout. Michael Pick is a mad scientist behind this creation that was built from a combination of plywood and used an overall shell to embiggen uh, to embiggen the console. Oversized buttons turned out from a three D printer and a four K screen in the middle, measuring seventy inches long. Pick's custom Switch is 650% larger than the Nintendo's original Switch. And then it talks about how there's like a reprogrammed Joy-Con on the inside with an HDMI. And I believe... Oh, it does say this in the article. I was going to say maybe I need to go... I had two articles, but it does say it at the end. This was donated to St. Jude's Children's Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, so kids can enjoy it. So the controllers don't come off, right? No, but they, they so, there's, there's another video that shows he just has a pro controller hooked up to it. Uh, so is the world's largest uh, Nintendo Switch Lite. Mmm. True. Way to drop the ball, Gizmodo. Except that it's got two different color Joy-Cons. The yeah, Switch but they don't Lite come doesn't. off. Yeah, I don't think they slide up and off. Yeah, so therefore it's a Nintendo Switch Lite. Look, it's for kids. You, got, you put you one, kid on, the, j- put one kid on the blue, one kid on the red. It's always been about truth in games journalism. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? (sighs) (sighs) Pokemon Go Live.com. 
Rival Week begins. Sorry, Rival Week brings rival Pokemon in competition, plus Therian form Landorus coming to five-star raids. From Tuesday, April 13th to Sunday, April 18th, Skrelp and Clauncher will be making their Pokemon Go debuts. They will appear in the wild, in raids, and through field research. Therian form Landorus will make its Pokemon Go debut in five-star raids. Enjoy Rivals Week Challenge in the Global Challenge Arena. All trainers around the world can work together to win raid battles to unlock twice-catch Stardust bonus for the event. Pokemon known for rivalries will appear more in the often, such as Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, Makahita, Meditite, Zangoose, Saviper, and more. Did we know that Makuhita and Meditite had a rivalry? I, I did not know that. I don't know where that came from. I feel like a little, little bit of a stretch right there, but you know, <laughs> like I'm going, to, I'm going to go look into the trivia and see if there is anything on Maho. They probably have similar says, stats, would be my guess. Like, well, Makuhita likes to eat, and Meditite doesn't eat at all. Rivalries will continue in raids as well. Pokemon like Nidoqueen, Nidoking, Zangoose, and Saviper will appear more in raids. Enjoy event-exclusive research that will lead to encounters with rival Pokemon, such as Skrelp and Clauncher. And sources tell us that Team Rocket will be taking over more Pokestops more often and balloons more frequently. Can they please have some water, fire, or grass shadow Pokemon so I can finally finish that stupid assignment? The Mew one? I, I, no, the the original Team Rocket research one where you have to purify a water grass or fire oh, Pokemon. Gosh, that was and it's so like they haven't ago. had those available <laughs> forever. Hey, they had a Snover. That's a grass at one point. They just had Execute. That's I mean, also grass. I, I didn't get those because I was like, I'm so brokenhearted at all the shiny Savipers or whatever that I'm getting. <laughs> Swimming in shiny survivors. I am survivors. seeing nothing about this legendary Mahuk- Makuhita Meditite, Meditite rivalry. rivalry. I also did not realize that Clauncher and Skrelp were rivals. So <sighs> I would say I agree. Like Zangoose Viper, that, that is, is lore. Set. That, that, that is, is lore. Known. And uh, Corsola and uh, the thing that eats it. Oh, I oh, can't I think of its name. Nasty, green, g- greedy, greedy. The, yeah, the that one. Toxic. Toxicroak? No. No, the sea urchin in underwater. (sighs) Toxapex? Marini. Yeah, yeah. Marini and Toxapex is what it turns into. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Marini eats Corsola. Yes. That's a rivalry. And then it turns into a Corsola. Oh, I forgot about this news. Sorry. I should have moved this news closer to the Pokemon Center news because it has to do with Pokemon merch. This is off NintendoWire.com. Another new batch of merchandise coming it's called ball freak what uh the line is associated with merch matching pokemon to pokeball designs mewtwo with the master ball umbreon with the moon ball sylveon with the love ball mimikyu with the luxury ball and dragapult with the dusk ball uh, items include keychains mimikyu and umbreon neckties hand towels sticky notes umbreon and sylveon lidded mugs socks washi tape clear files washi tape it's yeah. that the one for sealing letters. Remember, yeah, we had that whole discussion about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, whole line launches in Japan online on April 24th, which means if we do get this, it'll probably be like 
next year. <laughs> yeah. And it probably won't be come it probably won't be called Ball Freak for us. Mm-mm. They will probably that would, that would be a misplay. Yeah. There is a very cute moonball tie bar. Ooh. And I'd be very curious if that would come to the United States. Except then you have to wear is a tie bar. Is there a picture bar. of it? Where's where are you getting these pictures? Oh, this was sent in by Slack, I believe. It wasn't. It was me. I found the news. Take that, Slack. <laughs> Get ready. New ball freak. Ooh. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, it's a cute line. Ooh, the luxury the luxury ball clip is excellent. It's a, it, you are ties. a fan of the luxury ball. I am, but I'm we'll not have a fan to, of We'll ties, have to import so. it, Greg. Okay. Because I, I feel like if anything's... Not, the cups never like come. Usually the washi tape never comes. Maybe we get the no. socks. Uh, maybe we get the ties. I'm not sure. Oh, I do not like the luxury ball socks. I like well, the. You should order them anyways, socks. just to oh, see yeah. if you don't like them in person. Correct. I mean, it is only fair as a professional that I waste my money getting products I know I won't like, so I can verify that it's something. So you also ordered the Pikachu Moody? <laughs> I did not. I did not do that. No. I think that's. I think that's it for Pokemon news. It's. Uh, that it? 25th anniversary is really off to a blazing start. It's April, right? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are two months in well into this, right? Am I wrong? We are into something. Uh, oh, you know, we didn't talk. There is one more bit of news. We didn't talk about uh, chilling rains. Chilling rain. Yes. Is that like the, the diamond rain that you get on your birthday? Is that like chocolate rain? No. no. Chill- <laughs> Chilling Rain is the sixth main sword and shield expansion for the Pokemon trading card game. It will be coming out June 18th. The Japan release is called Silver Lance and Jet Black Spirit, and that comes out April 23rd. It's supposed to have a... Uh, well, in Japan, it has 140 cards. We don't know how many cards in English, but this is the set with Calyrex... Glastier, Glastrier, Glastrier, I think is yeah. how they said it on the broadcast. And Spectrier. Spectrobes, now added to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, we know there's an Ice Rider form. We know there's the Shadow Rider. There is Melanie is one of the TC, uh, the trainer cards in the set. I'm not sure what she does right now. And there's Cast Form in the set. <laughs> you know, Cast Form. Really at- is there is there a website that has all the leaked pictures? Uh, I'm sure there probably is, but we'll we'll have the whole set in less than two weeks because it comes out in Japan. So somebody will scan them all and we'll see everything they do. So that set's coming chilling, out. That's chilling like, rain, as in rain from the sky. Rain, or as in rain? like yeah, like on a horse. A yeah. horse's reins. Oh, R E I N. Yeah, the yeehaw. See, it made sense, Greg. Yeehaw. It did not. No. But sure. There's window clinks? Um, Did you just say the word window clinks? Cling. Cling. What is a window cling? You know the plastic, no. the plastic thing you stick on windows? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. No. As designs? No. People you don't, put it on the back do of their that. cars for whatever reason. Oh, no. You put them up for like Easter, you know? right? Yeah. No. Valentine's no, Day? St. Patrick's Day? This. My parents no. loved window clings. Yeah, they had wow. them all. Greg, question of the week. Now's the time in the podcast for the question of the week. I wonder what question will be asked. It's got my interest peak. 
I didn't know we were going to get a second verse there. I know, pretty pretty well done. But you can't do that song with only one verse, really. You really can't, because <laughs> people won't know what it is. Stuart from our Slack says, do you think there will be ever be a time where you grow out of Pokemon, or will you still be playing when you're 80+. plus? I know Karad is in quotes, but I'm going to do my rant. You can lose interest in something. I dislike the people always say, are you ever going to grow out of that? Meaning that it's something only for children. Mm. I may lose interest in something or they may do something that turns me away from the game. But I don't think liking something at a young age and continuing it on is something to grow out of. Like, I saw Star Wars as a child, and I will be a Star Wars fan forever. Just because I saw it as a child doesn't mean it's childish. I mean, is there something that they could do? Maybe? Possibly? I it, I mean, there are, there are, I go through phases where I just don't want to play Pokemon. Like, I'm just not into it right now. Uh, but it, I always come back to it. Will they do something, or will there come a time where I just straight up lose interest? Possibly. It doesn't seem likely, given my personality, since I tend to hold on to things forever. Mm. But, I mean, they may take the game in in ways that I don't enjoy, uh, and that's fine. But I, I do not think there'll be a time where I will completely lose interest in Pokemon. Right. Like, you're, you're not going to get to an age where you're like, well, now I only read Proust. Right. I don't, I don't play video games anymore. <laughs> I mean, my eyes will probably anymore. give out and I can't see it anymore. That is Ugh. the most likely scenario. I am on that path, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that the, the term grow out should only be used for like, Clothing. I used to play with Duplo and now I've grown out of Duplos <laughs> and I can play with the actual Legos. Yes. Right. Will I ever get tired of Pokemon? I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows I what the future will bring? Yeah, I highly, highly doubt it. If they stopped creating new content, new games, and they were like, we are done. We are done yeah. with this concept. <laughs> if they themselves stop, then I will if probably... If they hit their 25th anniversary and are like, we are so done with this concept, we can't even celebrate <laughs> our own 25th anniversary, anniversary, then I would look still look back fondly on yeah. my experiences with the franchise, but... Otherwise, there's always something new around the corner, yeah. something new to enjoy. I mean, even when I didn't like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and I only got to like the third gym or fourth gym, and I was like, I don't like this. Like, I still liked Pokemon. There's just mm -hmm. other things in Pokemon that I went to instead. I mean, they are a good, expansive brand, right? Like, they have kept the quote-unquote fad alive for 25 years now. And they've shifted their marketing to yeah. age with the people who have grown up. And they recognize, hey, people have grown up and enjoyed our product. So you know what? We're going to do fancy business shirts, expensive business shirts, right. custom yeah. made. <laughs> you mean, know, you can wear I to work. Always, I always sort of, they have a similar marketing strategy to Disney. Like, Disney is very much geared towards a young audience for the basis of their films, right? Like, they are G-rated films for the most part but they are very good at still making things in those films relevant for adults right so that adults can still very much enjoy that product um like how many well i know this is pixar but like how many right like eight-year-olds understood the first 20 minutes of up maybe right. it, maybe it was like 10 minutes <laughs> it's like 10 minutes and it is a rough 10 minutes yeah uh but yeah like i think they are good at both companies are very good at finding the all ages line that works, right? Yeah. Like there is stuff that 
that adults can pick up and understand at a deeper level that are still a part of the movie. Like, Pixar's Soul is a very, very good film. Um, and there are themes in there that really only resonate with adults, but the concept and what happens in the movie still resonates with a younger audience. Like, they're very good at straddling. I think Pokemon is very good at straddling all ages and doing all ages well. Well, they've said multiple times in interviews that when they make a new Pokemon game, they think about new players coming in. Right. I think that's why maybe people have nostalgia for the first game they play. We were talking about this before the show of how people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, my favorite game is the first game I played. They did a really good job at capturing you, and they, right. they can't recreate that again. Right. If, if your first game was Diamond and Pearl, and then your second game was X and Y, you will never have that same feeling that you had with Diamond and Pearl. There's, there's no game company, movie, whatever, can have you, can recapture that first initial thought. Or experience, sorry. Right. And people are actively making themselves unhappy trying to chase that first initial thing that'll never happen yeah. again. But that's not to say that they don't care about their old fans because right. they include so many things to help old fans still enjoy the games, whether that's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like bottle caps or the battle tower or updating all the ability. Like, the the mechanical things that that like a new fan wouldn't even notice or like a new fans wouldn't right. be like oh you didn't have bottle caps ten years ago right. <laughs> yeah like, like the things that aren't as impactful to new people right like quality of life changes aren't impactful on new people because they don't have a quality of life experience with a series of games like this is their new game and this is how that game runs so quality of life changes are very much for old fans like we have updated this aspect to make this easier for long-term fans of the game like and they're very good at doing that and sometimes they cut stuff that a very vocal slash very small percent of fans enjoy but that would be like for example like the battle frontier or starly yes like they said that they put a lot of work into (laughs) battle frontier and they saw that almost they saw that a lot of players never interacted with it and so because right. players didn't interact with it, they they didn't want to put the amount of time. But those players that did interact with it are very, oh, very vocal. so good. I, I mean, so it's like it's a shame that some of those things don't get explored more. But it, again, anything that's post-game is always going to be uh, for, the, for the smallest version, the smallest population of players, right? Yeah. Like... Credits roll done with game. Yeah. Post-game stuff is always going to be a minority of players. Uh, and I I do think of post-game stuff, Battle Frontier is one of the best ones they ever did. Again, anything that... Like, you can never rely on anything be- that's post-game sticking around unless it's a catching mechanic. And even then, that's... Questionable. Like, friend safaris have never come back. It's post-game stuff. You can never rely post on post-game stuff coming back. Which is what I wonder why maybe they moved the legendary to post game, like in Sword and Shield, because it then makes you, because you want the legendary, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Mewtwo is technically post game. That's for, true. True. Yeah. True. Like they do keep like a catching mechanic post post game, and those are usually easy to do right away. You get them. 
get introduced some, to some incredible Well, let's not say easy. Characters. I mean, like, Rayquaza Deoxys was, like, three <laughs> hours to, like, get through that. It's like, jeez, I just want... It was not that hard. And you got to meet a very important character... Yeah, she's cool. ...who becomes important in Masters later. She's so, cool. shush. Mm. One of my favorite things ever was when, um, like, on the PlayStation, there's trophies. And so I remember, mm. like, playing Destiny, and you could see, like... Only 80% of people got this far in the game. Because you could tell by the trophies. And mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I think the best part of Destiny was when they introduced the raid, which was Vault of Glass. Yeah. And for like the first year of that game being out, if you were to look at how many people completed Vault of Glass, it was like 2% of all PlayStation yeah. players. But that was legit the best part of Destiny, Absolutely. and only yeah. two out of a hundred people. It's the Battle Frontier able problem. to experience that. And yeah. as like Destiny became like a three-year-old game, I think that number eventually topped out at like twenty percent because they like made it easier to get into and stuff. Also, that was like a living game; like they were updating it every. Yeah, I mean, and that also happens with like Final Fantasy fourteen. There are some of the best dungeons aren't mandatory they're you know late in the game after people have completed the main quest and then people just drop off until the next expansion but some of the best dungeons are not mandatory dungeons they're just super fun to do and i think that's just the life cycle of keeping your hardcore players happy is always going to be like hardcore players like your hardcore fans are always going to be the minority of people who play your game Going back to the question of will you ever grow out of Pokemon, my mom said this to me multiple times. (laughs) Before Pokemon Go, it was a very common thing of like, when are you going to grow out of Pokemon? And then as soon as she started playing Pokemon Go, that that expression left her vocabulary. My mom used to say to me all the time, she used to get mad that I play video games. And so I would, for her birthday buy her handheld games like oh you know just something to do in your spare time and then two months later she would send me angry voice messages like how dare you get me addicted to these things and i'm like this is what the, you can't you can't tell me to stop playing these super fun things when the minute that you have one you can't put it down she was addicted to testress for a long time and Pac-Man. I bought her a mini Pac-Man machine, and she, she's like, you have to buy me another one because I broke it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I played it too much. I always want to ask sports, sport ball watchers, like football players, when are you going to grow out of football? Yeah. Right? When are you going to grow out of these things? You played those as a kid. When are you going to grow out about liking cars? Right. When are you going to grow out of that? Like, you may eventually lose interest. Sure. I mean, Things change. I may eventually lose interest in Pokemon. It could happen. I do not see that as a as a, a likely outcome because I'm clearly a huge fan of show that I can talk about it for an hour and a half every week <laughs> without without a problem. I don't I don't foresee that being a likely outcome. Well, what is our Pokemon of the week? Well, the Pokemon of the week from last week. It was very short, mm-hmm. and I want to. I almost feel like going into school teacher mode about once again, listen to all the words because a lot of people made assumptions because they left out some of the words, but I'll just read the whole thing again because it was really short. A is for the ability thick fat. P is for purple shiny. 
R is for the region Hoenn. I is for Ice Bowl. L is for Lower Brine Cave. It is always the last line that's the most important. It's... Flapple. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Ooh. No. That needs to be one. There are no flapples in Hoenn. There aren't. Not with it's that. It's Whalerin. Walrain? Walrain. Walrain? I think it's Walrain. Is it Walrain? W-A-L-R-E-I-N. Yeah, it's probably Wall for Walrus. Yes. Rain for... Rain yeah. for... No. Exactly. Stop. Although, I'm going to argue that I think, like, it's shiny looks more pink than purple to me, but that is just uh, a me thing. That's a puce. Let's go with a yeah, puce. Yeah, a puce. You know, for puce. Puce is a good one. Walrain is based on a walrus. Good trivia. Thanks. There's really no trivia for There's Walrain? no trivia. What? That is it. Walrain may be a combination of walrus and a corruption of rain or rain. This is a Gen 3 Pokemon, right? Yeah. And it's one that appears in a lot of things. It what? has got a excellent shuffle and a very, very good shiny. Uh, I don't care about Walrain, but Mansfeel is a winner. Yeah, true. <laughs> True, but there are no Sfeel in Sfeel, Lower Brine Cave, friends. Why is Sfeel a winner and Walrein not? Is it because it's just a big round boy? It's a yeah, big ball. Oh, yeah, 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 he's a ball. He's a big old ball? Uh, I mean, Walrein is cool, but if you, like, come on, it's Sfeel. There's no competition. <laughs> are we all just going to ignore Celio in the middle? <laughs> Celio's the actually all right. The because Celio's not, it's like, I, I... Celio is, this is what I'll say. If we look at other seal <laughs> families, we got seal s e e l peak peak creativity. They really knocked yeah, it out of the park. They in really Gen knocked one. it out of the park with that one. We got seal into dugong, and we got seal into Celio. and Celio is at least something. Dugong is like nothing. Mm. What do you mean, dugong? Dugong is, like is one of the most bland Pokemon ever. What? That's going to be Pokemon of the week in two weeks. Just what? so what? I can revive dugong. Dugong, gong, gong. How could you? <laughs> How could you? Dugong is so it's got a horn. It's got a sweet horn, a cute mermaid tail. It's you, got you, cute you, tusks. You've just described Goldie. <laughs> no, Goldie doesn't have tusks. Uh, Celio's all right. I mean, mm. are you going to not bring in Poplio, the other sea lion? That's... Oh, Poplio blows them both Poplio's... out. Like, Poplio's awesome. I thought Poplio was a dog. No, Poplio yeah, is a seal. Mm. I mean, at least Dugong is based off of something. Yes, Feel is based off of a beach ball. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> well, what's next week's? <laughs> all right, all right. This is a long one. Oh, no. So strap in. Now that my shiny hunt for Shinx has ended, I have started a new shiny hunt on Snapchat. If you are curious as to what it will be, solve this week's Pokemon. And this is with apologies to the talking heads. Honeycomb is where I want to be. Pick me up and turn me round. I feel numb, burn with a weak heart. I guess I must be having fun. The less we say about it, the better. Make it up as we go along. No feet on the ground. Head in the sky. It's okay. I know nothing's wrong. Nothing. Hi-yo, I got plenty of time. Hi-yo, you got light in your eyes, and honey gathering here beside me. I love the passing of time. Always for honey, never for love. Cover up and say goodnight. Say goodnight. 
There's a second verse. Honeycomb is where I want to be, but I guess I'm already there. I come home. She lifted up her wings. Guess that this must be the place. I can't tell one from another. Did I find you or are we three? There was a time before we were born. If someone asks, this is where I'll be, where I'll be. Hi-yo, we drift in and out. Hi-yo, buzz into my mouth. Out of all these those kinds of Pokemon, you got three faces to view. It's just an animal looking for a comb. Share the same space for a minute or two. And you love me till my heart stops. Love me till I faint. Just like Salandit, eyes look through you. Look for the red spot. It's on the head. Ah, ooh. <laughs> I can actually sing this one. Like, if I had the music, I could sing it all out. All right. <laughs> Karaoke special coming up. Wait. Oh, man. YouTube's going to flag. That was so accurate. YouTube's going to flag it for. I know. I know. Well, copyright. Uh, well, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. Uh, we will be back next week, of course. Uh, if you want to follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Uh, there's another one I'm missing. Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. Anyways, uh, P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T on all of those. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, feel free to like, hit the subscribe button. Uh, what is the other thing? I don't know. Leave a comment about your favorite yeah. spiel. <laughs> Which spiel do you like? What spiel do you gong, love? Gong, gong. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. If you want to follow Will on Twitter, it is at WashingTheSink. If you want to follow Greg on Twitter, at WhiteWing. Myself, at DraggingALake. And I'll be streaming Pokemon. This week on Twitch, like always, twitch.tv slash pkmncast. I think that's it. Thank you to anyone who left us a review in Apple Podcast. Appreciate any reviews. If you want to hear more of Will and myself, we are doing a Monster Hunter podcast called The Carve, which you should be able to find in any of your podcast feeds. Um, we talked about Gross Hagrid and the Rampages yeah. and the Long Swords and the Switch Axes and the Hammers. Um, but the carve is available uh, wherever you find podcasts. Otherwise, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Skittles taste different. One hundred percent. What is that cram on your finger? That's a little finger cram. <laughs> finger Welcome puppet. to finger cram. <laughs>This podcast is supported and funded by Patreon. If you would like to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. A huge shout out to the producers of our show, Kevin, Steven, Steph, Sean, Bovine, Potato, Patrick, Matthew, Kay, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jetsy, Jessica, Horatio, Courtney, Brian, Brady... And a shout out to our three executive producers of Spencer, Joseph, and Anthony. Thank you so much for your support. If you too would like to support It's Super Effective and join our Slack community and join our Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com 
P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, or you can just head over to isc.cash. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.